0: today is december the second 2020 and darren and i are in the acts of the apostles and we're going to read chapter 17 through 20. acts chapter 17 now when they had traveled through amphipolis and apollonia they came to thessalonica where there was a synagogue of the jews and according to paul's custom he went to them and for three Sabbaths reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and giving evidence that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead, and saying, This Jesus, whom I am proclaiming to you, is the Christ. And some of them were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, along with a large number of the God-fearing Greeks and a number of the leading women. But the Jews, becoming jealous, and taking along some wicked men from the marketplace, formed a mob and set the city in an uproar and attacking the house of Jason they were seeking to bring them out to the people when they did not find them they began dragging Jason and some brethren before the city authorities, shouting these men who have upset the world have come here also and Jason has welcomed them and they all act contrary to the decrees of Caesar saying that there is another king, Jesus. They stirred up the crowd and the city authorities who heard these things. And when they had received a pledge from Jason and the others, they released them. The brethren immediately sent Paul and Silas away by night to Berea. And when they arrived, they went into the synagogue of the Jews. Now these were the more noble-minded than those in Thessalonica. For... They received the word with great eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see whether these things were so. Therefore many of them believed, along with a number of the prominent Greek women and men. But when the Jews of Thessalonica found out that the word of God had been proclaimed by Paul in Berea also, they came there as well, agitating and stirring up crowds. Then immediately the brethren sent Paul out to go as far as the sea, and Silas and Timothy remained there. Now those who escorted Paul brought him as far as Athens, and receiving a command for Silas and Timothy to come to them as soon as possible, they left. Now while Paul was waiting for them at Athens, his spirit was being provoked within him as he was observing the city full of idols. And he was reasoning in the synagogue with the Jews, and the God-fearing Gentiles, and in the marketplace every day with those who happened to be present. And also some of the uh, Epicurean and Stoic philosophers were conversing with him. Some were saying, what would this idle babbler wish to say? Others, he seems to be a proclaimer of strange deities, because he was preaching Jesus and the resurrection. And they took him and brought him to the Areopagus, saying, may we, ne- may we know what this new teaching is which you are proclaiming? For you are bringing some strange things to our ears, so we want to know what these things mean. Now all the Athenians and the strangers visiting there used to spend their time in nothing other than telling or hearing something new. So Paul stood in the midst of the Areopagus and said, Men of Athens, I observe that you are very religious in all respects. For while I was passing through and examining the objects of your worship, I also found an altar with the inscription, To an unknown God. Therefore what you worship in ignorance, this I proclaim to you. The God who made the world and all things in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all people life and breath and all things. And he made from one man every nation of mankind to live on all the face of the earth, having determined their appointed times and the boundaries of their habitation, that they would seek God if perhaps they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and exist. And even some of your own poets have said, For we also are his children. Being then the children of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold, or silver or stone, an image formed by the art and thought of man. Therefore, having overlooked the times of ignorance, God is now declaring to men that all people everywhere should repent, because he has fixed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness, through a man whom he has appointed having furnished proof to all men by raising him from the dead now when they heard of the resurrection of the dead some began to sneer but others said we shall hear you again concerning this so Paul went out of their midst but some men joined him and believed among whom also were Dionysius and Aropagite, and a woman named Damaris and others with them Acts chapter 18 After these things he left Athens, and went to Corinth, and he found a Jew named Aquila, a native of Pontus, having recently come from Italy with his wife Priscilla, because Claudius had commanded all the Jews to leave Rome. He came to them, and because he was of the same trade, he stayed with them, and they were working uh, for, by trade, they were tent makers. And he was reasoning in the synagogue every Sabbath, and trying to persuade Jews and Greeks. But when Silas and Timothy came down from Macedonia, Paul began devoting himself completely to the Word, solemnly testifying to the Jews that Jesus was the Christ. But when they resisted and blasphemed, he shook out his garments and said to them, "'Your blood be on your own heads. I am clean. From now on I will go to the Gentiles.' Then he left there and went to the house of a man named Titus, Justus, a worshiper of God, whose house was next to the synagogue. Crispus, the leader of the synagogue, believed in the Lord with all his household, and many of the Corinthians, when they heard, were believing and being baptized. And the Lord said to Paul in the night by a vision, Do not be afraid any longer, but go on speaking, and do not be silent, for I am with you. And no man will attack you in order to harm you, for I have many people in this city. And he settled there a year and six months, teaching the word of God among them. But while uh, Gallio was pro of, Acha- of Achaia, the Jews, with one accord, rose up against Paul and brought him before the judgment seat, saying, This man persuades men to worship God contrary to the law. But when Paul was about to open his mouth, Gallio said to the Jews, If it were a matter of wrong or of vicious crime, O Jews, it would be reasonable for me to put up with you. But if there are questions about words and names of your own law, look after it yourselves. I am unwilling to be a judge of these matters. And he drove them away from the judgment seat. And they all took hold of Sothenes, the leader of the synagogue, and began beating him in front of the judgment seat, but Gallio was not concerned about any of these things. Paul, having remained many days longer, took leave of the brethren, and put out to sea for Syria, and with him were Priscilla and Aquila in Centuria. He had his hair cut, for he was keeping a vow. They came to Ephesus, And he left them there. Now he himself entered the synagogue and reasoned with the Jews. When they asked him to stay for a longer time, he did not consent. But taking leave of them and saying, I will return to you again, if God wills, he set sail from Ephesus. When he had landed at Caesarea, he went up and greeted the church and went down to Antioch. And having spent some time there, he left and passed successively through the Galatian region, of Phrygia, strengthening all the disciples. Now a Jew named Apollos, an Alexandrian by birth, an eloquent man, came to Ephesus, and he was mighty in the Scriptures. This man had been instructed in the way of the Lord, and being fervent in spirit, he was speaking and teaching accurately the things concerning Jesus, being acquainted only with the baptism of John. And he began to speak out boldly in the synagogue, but when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. And when he wanted to go across to Achaia, the brethren encouraged him and wrote to the disciples to welcome him. And when he had arrived, he greatly helped those who had believed through grace. For he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, demonstrating by the scriptures that Jesus was the Christ. Acts chapter 19 It happened that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul passed through the upper country and came to Ephesus and found some disciples. He said to them, Did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? And they said to him, No, we have not even heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. And he said, Into what then were you baptized? And they said, Into John's baptism. Paul said, John baptized with a baptism of repentance, telling the people who believe in him, who was coming after him, that is, in Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Spirit came on them, and they began speaking with tongues and prophesying. There were in all about twelve men, and he entered the synagogue and continued speaking out boldly for 3 months reasoning and persuading them about the kingdom of God but when some were becoming hardened and disobedient speaking evil of the way before the people he withdrew from them and took away the disciples reasoning daily in the school of Tyrannus Tyrannus This took place for 2 years so that all who lived in Asia heard the word of the Lord both Jews and Greeks God was performing extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul, so that handkerchiefs or aprons were even carried from his body to the sick, and the dis- and the diseases left them, and the evil spirits went out. But also some of the Jewish exorcists who went from place to place attempted to name over those who had the evil spirits to the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, I adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. Seven sons of uh, Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, were doing this. And the evil spirit answered and said to them, I recognize Jesus and I know about Paul, but who are you? And the man in whom was the evil spirit leaped on him and subdued all of them, and they overpowered them so that they fled out of the house naked and wounded. This became known to all, all, both Jews and Greeks who lived in Ephesus. And fear fell upon them all, and the name of the Lord Jesus was being magnified. Many also of those who had believed kept coming, confessing, and disclosing their practices. And many of those who practiced magic brought their books together and began burning them in the sight of everyone. And they counted up the price of them, and found it fifty thousand pieces of silver. So the word of the Lord was growing mightily and prevailing. Now, after these things were finished, Paul proposed, in the spirit, to go to Jerusalem after he had passed through Macedonia and Achaia, saying, "After I have been there, I must also see Rome and having sent to Macedonia two of those who ministered to him, Timothy and Aristus, he himself stayed in Asia for a while about that time. There occurred no small disturbance concerning the way, for a man named Demetrius, a silversmith who made a silver shrines, who made silver shrines of Artemis, and was bringing no little business uh, to the craftsmen. These he gathered together with the workmen of similar trades and said, "Men, you know that our prosperity depends upon this business. You see and hear that." Not only in Ephesus, but in almost all of Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away a considerable number of people, saying that gods made with hands are no gods at all. Not only is there danger that this trade of ours fall into dispute, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis be regarded as worthless, and that she whom all of Asia and the world worship will even be dethroned from her magnificence. When they heard this, and were filled with rage, they began crying out, saying, Great is Artemis to the Ephesians. The city was filled with conf- with the confusion, and they rushed with one accord to the theater, dragging along Gaius and Aristarchus, Paul's traveling com- companions from Macedonia. And when Paul wanted to go into the assembly, the disciples would not let him. Also, some of the Asiarchs, who were friends of his sent him to repeatedly and repeatedly urged him not to venture into the theater. So when some were shouting one thing and some another for the assembly was in confusion and the majority did not know for what reason they had come together. Some of the crowd concluded it was Alexander since the Jews had put him forward and having motioned with his hand Alexander was attending to make intending to make a defense to the assembly but when they recognized that he was a jew a single outcry arose from them as well as they shouted for about two hours great as artemis of the ephesians after quieting the crowd the town clerk said men of ephesus what man is there after all who does not know that the city of ephesus is guardian of the temple of the great artemis and of the image which fell down from heaven so since these are un- undeniable facts you ought to keep calm and to do nothing rash for you have brought these men here who are neither robbers of temples nor blasphemers of our goddess so then, of Demi- then if Demetrius and the craftsmen who are with them have a complaint against any man the courts are in session and pro are available. Let them bring charges against one another. But if you want anything beyond this, it shall be settled in a lawful assembly. For indeed, we are in danger of being accused of a riot in connection with today's events, since there is no real cause for it. And in this connection, we will be unable to account for this disorderly gathering. After saying this, he dismissed the assembly. Acts chapter 20 After the uproar had ceased, Paul sent for the disciples, and when he had exhorted them and taken his leave of them, he left to go to Macedonia. When he had gone through these districts and had given them much exhortation, he came to Greece, and there he spent three months, and when a plot was formed against him by the Jews, as he was about to set sail for Syria, he decided to return through Macedonia, and he was accompanied by Sopater of Berea, the son of Phyrhus, and by Aristarchus, and Secundus of the Thessalonians, and Gaius of Derby, and Timothy, and Tychius, Tychicus, and Trophimus of Asia. But these had gone on ahead, and were waiting for us at Traos." We sailed from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread, and came to them at Troas, within five days, and there we stayed seven days. On the first day of the week, when we were gathered together to break bread, Paul began talking to them, intending to leave the next day, and he prolonged his message until midnight. There were many lamps in the upper room where we were gathered together, and there was a young man named uh, Eutychus, sitting on the window sill sinking into a deep sleep as paul kept on talking he was overcome by sleep and fell down from the third floor and was picked up dead but paul went down and fell upon him and after embracing him he said do not be troubled for his life is in him when he had gone back up and had broken the bread and eaten he talked with them a long while until daybreak and then left. They took away the boy alive and were greatly comforted. But we, going ahead of the ship, set sail for Assos, intending from there to take Paul on board, for so he had arranged it, intending himself to go by land. And when he met us at Assos, we took him on board and came to Mytilene. Sailing from there, we arrived the following day opposite uh, Chios, and the next day we crossed over to Samos, and the day following we came to uh, Miletus. For Paul had decided to sail past Ephesus so that he would not have to spend time in Asia, for he was hurrying to be in Jerusalem if possible on the day of Pentecost. From Miletus he sent Ephesus. He sent to Ephesus and called to him the elders of the church. And when they had come to him, he said to them, You yourselves know from the first day that I set foot in Asia, how I was with you the whole time, serving the Lord with all humility and with tears and with trials which came upon me through the plots of the Jews. How I did not shrink from declaring to you anything that was profitable and teaching you publicly from... House to house, solemnly testifying to both Jews and Greeks of repentance towards God and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, behold, bound by the Spirit, I am on my way to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there, except the Holy Spirit solemnly testifies to me in every city, saying, That bonds and affliction awaits me, but I do not consider my life of any account as dear to myself, so that I may finish my course and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify solemnly of the gospel of the grace of God. And now, behold, I know that all of you among whom I went about teaching the kingdom will no longer see my face. Therefore I testify to you this day that I am innocent of, of the blood of all men, for I did not shrink from declaring to you the whole purpose of God. Be on guard for yourselves and for all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you yourselves, to shepherd the church of God, which he purchased with his own blood. I know that after my departure, savage wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flocks, and from among your own selves, men will arise speaking perverse things to draw away the disciples after them. Therefore be on the alert, remembering that night and day for a period of three days, I did not cease to admonish each one with tears. And now I commend you to go to God and the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have coveted no one's silver or gold or clothes. You yourselves know that these hands ministered to my own needs and to men who were with me in everything I showed you that by working hard in this manner you must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he himself said it is more blessed to give than to receive when he had said these things he knelt down and prayed with them all and they began to weep aloud and embraced Paul and repeatedly kissed him grieving especially over the word which he had spoken that they would not see his face again and that they were accompanying him to the ship.